Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Post 20 Podcast. You are now listening to episode 196, the first official uh, transfer talk, I guess we could say. Yeah. Um, I'm always joined by my co-host, Evan. Hi. What's up? Um, no, you're dealing with difficulties with the braces. <laughs> I am. I'm having a tough time. Uh, I had a bonding appointment, which... I didn't know what bonding was until I got in there. And she said to me, I hope you had a good lunch. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And she said, your mouth is going to be, you know, in a really tough spot for the next uh, five, six days. So if I'm talking with a lisp or any sort of um, speech impediment, it's because my mouth is just bleeding and destroyed yeah so um, if he doesn't go but into i'm great, still here yeah if he doesn't go into great detail about things or we don't have extensive talks you know why now so that's yep. just a little disclaimer but mm-hmm. today's kind of gonna be a little rough shot kind of episode i guess we're gonna yeah talk about each of our squads chelsea and arsenal respectively and we're gonna go through um some lists we made my mine i made a little while ago evans made his more recently uh just keep sell of players discuss what has happened up to this point as of recording on june 22nd and uh maybe go from there talk about maybe a wish list and then briefly go over um some general transfer news and what other teams might be up to some rivals so uh you ready to get into this yeah i'm ready all right we'll start with me um we'll go through my keeps mine's gonna be longer than evans because we have 50 players and uh good thing is we're starting to clear out so um, first one on my keep list was N'Golo Kante. Um, obviously, he has uh, left as of yesterday or two days ago officially. He went to El Etihad, or I think that's pronounced. El Etihad, yeah. El Etihad, he went to one of the top four Saudi leagues, getting paid 100 million euros a week. Jesus um, God. Unbelievable. So he's joining Benzema over there, the current Ballon d'Or winner. A um, little upsetting, it's the end of an era. One of the best Premier League players of all time. Um, potentially one of the best buys Chelsea has ever made. We bought him for around 30 mil mm-hmm. back in 2016 from Leicester after they won. And then we went on win the next. So he was a back-to-back Premier League winner. Um, somebody that we might never see a profile of again. Um, it's going to be tough to replace him. But we have to move on and it's tough. It's really tough. So... That's one that I'm a little upset with, but it clears the wage bill and uh, gets somebody out of the out of off the books that hardly played um, up to what we are paying him. So he's gone. Reese James, that's a no. Uh, what's the word? That's a no. No brainer. Yeah, um, he's a keep one of the yeah, on his day. One of the best right backs uh, gets paid pretty much a lot at the club. He might he's one of our top five earners, but he deserves it. And we've seen in the past that what he can do. Chilwell, same deal. Um, fitness issues though. Michaela Mudrik, we just bought him eighty mil. It'd be dumb to sell him. Um, had three different managers with him, so uh, it, he has to perform this year, or else it's gonna he's gonna have to leave. Um, under Potch, so we're crossing. I'm crossing my fingers to see if he can, if he can perform, because we're clearing out some players now, and he's going to have more room to play. And um, it's going to be tough though with no European ball. His time is going to be limited, and his opportunities are going to be few and far between. With uh, the likes of Sterling, Matuweke, 
uh, and potentially a few other players in Kunku now that's officially came in. So um, interesting with him. Tiago, 38-year-old center back, brings so much experience. He's somebody that, with him, it's uh, he brings stability to the back line where we have so many young guys that are under 25 um, with a lot of those that I have keeping as well. So he this may be his last year potentially, or he still might even leave and go back to Brazil. Uh, whatever he decides, it's I think the club's okay with whatever he decides because he's done so much for us then. There's no reason to uh, hold him back. Uh, Badia Shio keep. He made a great debut last year joining the winner. Unfortunately, has that injury now that he'll be out for four months. Um, will miss preseason. So I don't know how he's going to get reintegrated into the team once the season starts because there's a few guys coming back and there's also a few guys that are still here that will definitely play in front of him. So center back's one of the toughest spots, especially with Poch, who doesn't normally play with three center backs. So we're going to have around five, four or five center backs, so it's going to be hard for guys to get minutes, and he might be one of those that struggles. Fofana, one of those guys I'm talking about. Uh, another big signing from Leicester. Should be interesting to see what he does. Malgusto, we just brought him in from Lyon. He'll probably play a lot with Reese James getting injured. And Kunku, now that um, Kai Havertz left, we're going to have to see what um, his role is, where he plays in the in the middle and behind the striker or as the false nine or something. Enzo, no-brainer. Uh, Chuka Mecca, guy might have more minutes, but may get loaned. Matueke, a fan favorite. May start on the right, may not, but um, he's somebody that will develop well under Poch. Datro Fofana, I didn't realize this, but he gets paid like 150 grand, and he That's hardly a lot. he hardly ever played from that Norwegian league. So, I don't know what his role is going to be. Um, obviously, with Broya coming back from like a torn ACL, so we, those two guys are going to be guys that are could be fighting for rotation minutes. Um, Gaga Slunina could see him as a backup role, if not loaned. Bentonelli, third choice goalie. Uh, this one might be up for debate in the coming weeks. Trev Chaloba, um, very versatile player, good academy player, but um, will hardly get minutes, in my opinion. And there's talks of him going to Inter Milan. Inter Milan are really this interested in him. Inter Milan really likes to fleece us. So um, depending on how the Lukaku deal goes, we might have to do business with them on him too. Lewis Hall, definitely a guy that everybody wants to see gets more minutes. Will be tough. Uh, with all the competition Andre Santos this is a new guy who we brought last summer but couldn't come due to uh, not getting a visa or work permit went to the U20 World Cup was a star for Brazil captain fits that six role that that, uh, number six holding mid and golo type of role that would allow Enzo to push more forward where a lot of people think he plays better more as an eight a guy that a lot of people are excited about so if he can come over and have any sort of uh, role, would be awesome. Same deal with Cassidy. This guy might be more of a loan. Spent last year um, with Reading, who got relegated. So if he could get a better loan with a more uh, competent team in the championship, or maybe a first team abroad would be nice. He also was at the U20 World Cup and was a great player for Italy. Uh, Levi Caldwell, this might be the biggest one. Chelsea have taken a stance on on wanting to keep him. Brighton won him really bad. Uh, They see the potential in him, and he started all last year for them. So 
he's somebody that if we keep, he has to start. He's a left-footed center back. Could play well with Thiago Silva on the right side and then have a Batty Ashio and Fofana as backups for each side. So could be a great system. He's somebody that if doesn't if he doesn't stay, people have said that our academy is pointless because if it's idiotic if we don't play him. Uh, Raheem Sterling, this was one I was back and forth on, but obviously he's our top paid player and um, came in to do a job. And now we need more stability, and he obviously isn't a guy that does too much defending. So if we could solidify the midfield with uh, the new players coming in to take more of those jo- those roles uh, or those responsibilities off him and let him do more of what he's good at in attacking, then he'll prosper. Uh, last three I have on keeps, Connor Gallagher. This guy might he might be sold, he might not. He's got that dog in him. That's what a lot that's what going that's what's going for him. Um but I don't know, he just loses the ball too much. He's a little too er- erratic when it comes to challenges, possession wise, he does alright. He gets called up to England quite a bit. He was with England this past international break, so he we know he's talented, but if we can make a quick buck on him and make room on for some other people, we might have to. We're at a point in the in our in our journey that some people might have to bite the bullet just to make room for others, and unfortunately, it might have to be some homegrown guys. Uh, Keppa has to stay now that Mendy's gone, and doesn't look like we're going to be able to bring anybody in. If we do, it's kind of pointless. So we don't want to have two first choice keepers again. And then uh, the last one I did have was Havertz, but. Um, we saw he would let him go to Arsenal. So um, I don't know if you have anything on what it is. That was longer than I thought it was going to be, but any opinions on any of those keeps? No, I mean, I think you have to focus on keeping, you know, your somewhat young players. I think Connor Gallagher is the guy just causes havoc, but for some reason or another, there's, there's a it factor or, or something about it that I think is going to be integral uh, to the new project under Pochettino. He is a player that I truly think will thrive uh, there. And then, you know, some of your other keeps the young guys, Reese James, you know, players of that caliber. It, it's kind of no brainer. You have to keep the guys that played well through all of this nonsense. And if they're able to play through the nonsense, they're going to be extremely good, barring injury, especially for Reese James, excuse me, under a much more um, concrete and, and set system. Uh, with Pochettino. So I don't have any issues uh, with that. I, I am curious to see uh, who you really, really, really want out. Yeah, it's there's a lot of people on here too. Not as many as the keep, but I, I think I had 20-some on keep, and I think I have about like 12 to 15 yeah. on outs, and we're doing good so far in the outs. But um, what about Arsenal here? What does is, what is the, this season's Arsenal team look like for you? Um... So for my keep, I mean, I there's really not that many that I want out. So yeah. I'll just run down the list. Uh, Ramsdale and Turner, keep both of those guys. I think Turner was okay uh, when he was given a chance. Wasn't given a ton of chances, but I do think, you know, a sound keeper. Ramsdale obviously in contention now for the England number one spot. Um, no complaints with him whatsoever. Down to center backs, Saliba, probably a top three center back in the league. Um, obviously keeping him. Gabriel, 
I'm kind of on the fence about, but I think it's okay to keep him. I'd like to get another center back in. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit as well and maybe shift him down to the bench, but we just don't have enough enough depth at the center back position to really get rid of anybody who's somewhat established. Um, Jakub Kivior, we saw a lot of him towards the end of the season filling in. I actually think he did a pretty decent job. I'd like to keep him as well. He is young. His contract doesn't expire uh, for another five years, so I don't necessarily see him heading out anyway. Only 23 years old, and I think did the job when he was called upon. So him, I want to keep. Austin Trusty is in the first team technically as well. Haven't seen him in an Arsenal kit uh, yet. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's really anything, um, you know, to be said uh, for him. Then we have Rob Holding, eh, another guy that I'm kind of on the fence with. Only 27 years old, but just lacking a ton of pace. He probably would get shifted uh, over towards my my cell. But again, on the fence, Zinchenko. I'd like to keep Tierney. Same thing. Um, Ben White, I think, was extremely impressive. Can play center back, can play right back, can even play left back. He was extremely good this year. A couple of assists, a couple of goals, um, for sure, in the keep pile. Then we have... um, I got to go deep because a lot of these guys are headed out. Sambi Lakonga and Maitland-Niles, both of those guys are um, keeps for sure. Um... I think I don't think AMN was even able to one second uh, get a new contract done with us so I don't think he'll be staying but I would have liked to keep Maitland Niles I really want to keep Sambi Lakonga he is coming back uh, after his loan from Crystal Palace last season I think it's given him a little bit of time to develop and I think it's probably going to be important that we have um, some youthful depth in the midfield even though we are looking to sign Declan Rice uh, I think it's entirely possible that you're going to see Sambi Lakonga line up with whoever else Arsenal buy to replace that defensive midfield need just because we are are just absolutely smoked in that department Odegaard I want to keep Smithrow I want to keep um Smithrow is probably looking on the outs a little bit but I would really like to keep him and then we have uh Martinelli Trussard Saka um and then Jesus and and Ketia all guys I'd like to keep as well as Fuller and Balogun, who is on the books as an Arsenal player, but again, haven't seen him line up. Uh, I think it's extremely important that we keep him uh, and the rest of those attacking players that I just mentioned. Because I think this year, to be honest with you, Mikel's going to switch the formation up and we are going to send everything forward. Yeah. Um, where does Havertz fit into that system? Do you see him playing uh, in, the, in the midfield next to Odegaard? Does he honestly? Yeah, I think they're gonna play him at take, Cam. He takes Jaka's role. It's crazy to think, but maybe we just play with one defensive midfielder and two Cams, or maybe Havertz plays center forward. Like Mikel seems to think that Havertz can play five positions. I don't necessarily know if if I agree with five. Um, I think he can probably play as a left wing. He can certainly play as a striker. He can certainly play as a center forward. I think that's where he's best, actually, in the center forward role. 
and then he could probably play as a camp. So I don't want to see Havertz as a, a center mid or a holding mid. I don't know about you, but um, that's just not where I, I think he'll thrive. Um, he's going to get play time is the thing. So Jesus, who can play on the wing, can play as a center forward, can play as Cam, and Havertz, although they're two totally different players, they all kind of play the same position. So maybe it's competition between those two. Maybe they both play. I have no idea what to expect, but um, I think that's a super weird signing. I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I just think it's fucking bizarre. Well, we've seen their recent signings be positive. Um, yeah, with all the new players coming in, Zinchenko and Jesus, and now taking Havertz from Chelsea, where he's struggled a bit. He's most known for that goal against Porto against Man City in the Champions League final, which mm-hmm. has ultimately defined his Chelsea career. But he, we know he can play ver- in a multiple roles, as you mentioned. He might play better in this system under Arteta. He's he's come for a reason. Arteta's persuaded him into the project, so. And we've seen with City, with what they bring off the bench, maybe Arsenal's trying to do the same thing. They want high-quality guys coming off the bench to affect the game in a positive way. And if they can rope him in, they sign him for like 67 mil, which is about what we paid for him. Maybe a little bit less. Um, they paid a little bit more than what we did. But mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a signing that – it's a statement signing that uh, they're trying to come back and challenge again for the title. So uh, I know you've thought you maybe need to – use those funds in different areas of the pitch, but yeah, we, there's talks of other guys leaving. We know Xhaka's already going to leave, um, waiting on his replacement. And then there's a few other guys that in the midfield that might be leaving too, so yep. it should, should be interesting. Um, jumping into my cells, not as much. I'll go over the guys that have already left in my cell column. Ziyech, Saudi. Uh, Edward Mendy went to Saudi. Kovacic goes to Man City. That should be an interesting one. Koulibaly as well. That's a big one. He goes to Saudi. One year, one year quitter for him. Yeah. Uh, Jao Felix. We decided not to get him on a permanent or loan him back, which is good in my opinion. Uh, and Dennis Zachariah. That one might be a little iffy. Never really got a chance. Obviously, he was brought in from Tuchel, and, the, and nobody else gave a shit about him. But he kind of fit that profile. It was six that we needed, and never really got a big run. Um. Some guys that are coming back on loan that have been here for so long that need to go. Um, uh, Baba Raman, this guy's been <laughs> oh, here. Man. This guy's been here more uh, longer than almost every single person. Um, he needs to go left back. Uh, Ghanaian descent. I don't know why he's still here. He's taking like fifty grand a week from us. Uh, Bakayoko did leave. We let him go finally. Uh, a guy that was brought in from Monaco like five, six years ago as like our next uh, Mekalele or somebody. Yeah. And uh, did not live up to anything near that. Malang Saar, another center back who played one season and looked absolutely shit. I loaned him out. He definitely needs to go. Ethan Ampadu, this guy goes out on eight loans. Um plays for really bad teams for some reason and uh, is the best player for them, which isn't a good signing or a good sign. And uh, just another guy, just got to get off the books. If we're not going to play him in the next three years, just get rid of him. Hudson-Odoi had a bad loan with Leverkusen this year. Yep. Was a guy when Frank Lampard's first stint played a, a major role and was very good. 
now is on the outskirts and maybe we need to use him as a prophet but definitely somebody that needs to get more first team football and we'll definitely not get it here um as p should have left last year we kept him due to our poor poor transfer business and management uh, under the new ownership need to send send him off uh i don't he just doesn't have it anymore uh abamiang definitely gonna leave Barcelona will not be his destination due to uh, them wanting to go in a different direction, so it works out um, for us. So he's going to have to go to Saudi or bust for me. Hopefully, uh, we can get him out in the next coming weeks. Loftus Cheek was going to go to AC Milan. Um, now it fell through due to Paolo Maldini leaving uh, the sporting director role there, so he's in a bit of limbo now. Don't know where he's going to go. Uh, Christian Pulisic, unfortunately I have him on here, needs to get more first team ball, um, don't know if Poch is going to use him, but it seems like at the moment nobody wants to buy him on a permanent due to his wages, and uh, we might just have to loan him for a year until uh, his contract runs out or teams decide maybe he's worth the money, so that's a, that sucks for him. Mark Cucurella, number one guy on my sell list, needs to go, waste of money. Did not perform. A, a guy that a lot of Chelsea fans hate. The most iconic one was uh, not his fault, but the, when he got his hair yanked in the Tottenham game by Romero and the ref didn't call it. Um, if that's a guy that doesn't have that long hair, that doesn't happen, but that's not his fault. Well, it is because that's his hairstyle, but um, <laughs> I don't know, man. This guy just is out of position a lot. Whenever he gets the ball, he never uh, advances forward. It's never an advanced pass. People get so mad at him. Maybe it's due to the stress he's playing under, but it just doesn't work for me. And the big two, Mason Mount, most controversial one. They've Manchester United is where he wants to go. He's already agreed personal terms. But Chelsea have already rejected two formal bids from United. The first one for 40 mil, now the second one for 50 uh, Chelsea won around 60 to 65. I don't know if they're going to fork up that much money for Mason Mount because I don't even know where he's going to play. Same deal with Havertz with Arsenal. Like I don't know where he fits in the United system. If they put yeah. him to behind the striker and push Bruno out wide or they play Mount as one of those outside mids, I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. Uh, that deal's going to get done soon uh, because nobody else is jumping in on him. And he's definitely not going to sign a new deal with us. And then uh, the last one, um, Lukaku, Lukaka, uh, just abysmal. We saw how what he did in the Champions League final. He won Man City the title there, um, blocking his teammates' header off the line, and then he also missed a header from three yards out. So um, he doesn't want to come back. He already want. He already wants to go back to Inter. I don't want to play this loan loan game every year with them. Nah. Because they've already finagled us out of like 100 mil. And we got one, maybe two goals out of him. And um, it's absurd. And uh, I don't know. I think the only place he can go on a permanent would be Saudi. Saudi wants to him to come. But uh, I don't think he wants to go there. Um, because he wants to still play in Europe. Um, so good for him holding those standards. But he just needs to go. I don't think Poch is going to use him. We've seen in, the, in Poch's systems he always has a big number nine. But I don't think Lukaku wants to play ball with him, and just it's ridiculous. So get him off the books. We're paying this guy so much fucking money. 
Um, we're doing a good job so far, so keep it going. Let's get positive for FFP, and uh, maybe we'll be able to buy a big boy. Yeah. Uh, on to my sales. Not a ton of guys on this list, uh, just because I like the team so much, but there are a few. Uh, Fabio Vieira is number one. I think, I mean, I, we just bought him in last year, but from what I've seen from him, I'm just not impressed. He's only 23 years old, but I don't see this guy ever developing to the point that a Smith Rowe, that an Odegaard can develop to. I mean, we're already seeing Odegaard probably at the peak of his powers, uh, and Fabio Vieira is just not up to snuff in an arsenal midfield that um is stacked really with uh attacking powers now we obviously have havertz in we have jesus can who can play attacking midfield and then you know fabio Vieira is just not there so i don't think we're gonna see him go but i would like to see him go especially if we can get 20 mil uh fill up the kitty a little bit for him uh jorginho I just don't know why we brought him in in the first place. He wasn't <laughs> bad for us, but I don't necessarily see a uh, a place for him. It's also possible that we see him and Elneny. You know, we might have to use those guys if we don't land oh a defensive midfielder. I don't want to see that, but that's why maybe Jorginho's kind of on the fence. Uh, I'd like to see him go. I'd like to see Partey go. RT is to blame for a lot of the issues we suffered down the stretch. Um, his market value is around 35 mil, so we could probably get Saudi to pay double that uh, if we're careful to play our cards right. There is word of an installment plan coming in, uh, three installments from Saudi. We let him go. Uh, and they pay us, you know, over the next however many years. I don't know if it's once a year, once a quarter, uh, whatever. But I would like to see Party go. And then I'd also like to see Takahiro Tomoyasu go. This is a guy that I used to sing the praises of, but when he was in this season, he just had a ton of issues, errors, injured all the time. Uh, and that's not necessarily somebody uh, that I want to have on the book. So maybe we'll see Tomiyasu go. Uh, but outside of that, there's not a ton of guys that I'd really like to see leave. And Ketia is a guy that maybe I considered. Um, but I'd only like to see him go if it's between him and Balogun. I really want to see Fullerin in the team. So if that happens, then, you know, Enketia's either got to go on loan or something like that. But we just re-signed him. So it's kind of tough. And I don't really see Arsenal just letting him walk after signing him to a new contract and giving him the, the number 14 shirt, which I'm on record. I mean, that's just disgraceful. But, um, yeah, those are the guys that I think I'd like to see go out. Yeah, you have four players that can play striker now. Chassar, <laughs> Jesus, and Ketty and Balogun. So, should yep. be interesting. Uh, our boy Fabrizio Romano tweeted ten minutes ago that Thomas Party considers Juventus as priority. So he well, that's fine. He can go there too. He wants to stay in Europe. Obviously, Saudis looking to pounce on him. Uh -huh. so Saudis making their moves across the country. So we'll see. Yeah, um, I think they're prioritizing guys that um, follow Muslim. The Muslim practice Muslims. Um, sure. So that's a lot of the Chelsea guys too. Um, that's uh, I guess that's it for our teams. What about um, wish lists, guys that you're hoping to bring in? Obviously, De Declan Rice is number one priority for Arsenal right now. 
Yeah. Um, how how far forward does that take you guys in pursuing um, Challenge and City? I don't really know. I mean, here's the thing. Arsenal have already tried to get him twice, and we've already submitted two bids. West Ham are not happy with them. They, want so they went ahead and said, City, do you want to buy him? <laughs> and now they're going to submit a bid. Um, so how I see it is, if City get him, it is a bigger hit to us than if we just weren't able to get him any state or he went somewhere else. I now want him because I don't want City to have him. I'm not necessarily super moved by Declan Rice in general. I don't think that signing takes us that much closer to City. Now, they just lost Gundogan, so it's huge that they bring in another midfielder, but are they going to be able to use him in a fashion in that direct defensive midfielder role as good as they use Rodri, as good as they use uh, even John Stones now, who's, who is essentially playing defensive midfield. I don't know the answer to that. They Rice would probably have to get moved further up the pitch, and I don't know, unless they just go crazy stack on DMs, um, what that does for him. So... Would I like Rice? I guess, yeah, but only because I don't want City to have him. I think he's slightly overrated, and you're obviously paying a English tax on him. Um, so, yeah, I guess I kind of want Arsenal to go in pretty hard for him at this point, just because I, I do not want City to have him. Or maybe, you know what? Maybe we let City get him, and then we buy Calvin Phillips and give him regular game time, and he's good oh, again. Who knows? No, 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 no. I'm down. I'm down for no, Calvin Phillips. You're in I a am. very small minority in that take. I, that's fine. Everybody sucks on Rice's, Rice's meat. They love Whatever. Rice. It um, can keep sucking him. He doesn't move me that much. Okay. Um, all right. Well, there's another holding mid in Europe that is making a blockbuster move in the coming days. Sandro Tonali, the holding yeah, the AC right. Milan, is is take is apparently taking his medical in Italy. Gonna yes. be going to Newcastle for around mm-hmm. seventy million euros. Uh a midfield two of Gamares and Tonali. That's kind of scary. Um Yeah, it is for sure. Newcastle making their first big boy signing into Europe. This isn't official yet. Um still going through the medical process and waiting on the green light there, but that's a big step forward for Newcastle, building that midfield with uh, filling out of the roles, getting away from Matty Long or Sean Longstaff and um, Joe Willux and Joe Lington. We're going, we're taking a step up to Sandro Tonali, who's a consistent European top European talent. Yep, um, Sandro Tonali. I mean, what a player! That is somebody that I would love to have at Arsenal, but that's just not going to happen. Um, it's going to be insane if he gets to Newcastle uh, and they have both of those guys. I mean, that is a fucking horrifying midfield to come up against. Absolutely. I also just saw, just scrolling through Twitter, that um, West Ham, we talked about Rice. Rice is most likely going to leave, so they need a replacement, right? West Ham are among the clubs interested in signing Dennis Zakaria, who just Mm. left Chelsea. So that would really hurt if he goes there and absolutely balls out. Uh, that would be yeah. that would be typical Chelsea, um, yeah. For a guy to leave and then do that. Um, what else here? Tottenham are I think they agreed terms on the goalie, not David Raya. They're going for a guy from <laughs> Serie A. I think they're they don't want to pay the forty mil. 
Um, just looking here. Uh, Tottenham and Empoli are prepared to complete. Uh, Giol, oh my god, I'm not even going to pronounce that first name. Uh, Vicario deal, mm-hmm. uh, as expected in the next hours. A 19 million pound bid incoming with personal terms agreed yesterday on a five-year deal for him up till June 2028. So they're going cheaper for goalkeeper. They're not going for the, the Premier League proven David Raya. I lost you, buddy. Can't hear you. Oh, hello? There you go. I got you now. Oh, sorry. Where did I cut off? Uh, Something about a bid. Oh, yeah. Tottenham went in for this uh, Italian goalkeeper from Empoli. They're signing him for around 19 mil, so half the price for David Raya. Yep. And uh, they don't want to pay that much money for a goalkeeper. So David Raya now is in a weird spot where he might have to stay at Brentford for the year because I don't know where, who else is going to need a goalkeeper. I know Chelsea might go in for him, but um, we might as well just keep Kepa if we're not going to go all out for game-changing signings. So that's an interesting one there. Um, I think Tottenham are also linked for a center back from, um, whatchamacallit, from the... Bundesliga, Topsa, Topsoda, something. Topsoba, Edmund yeah. Topsoba, yeah, yes, they're, they're from like, Leverkusen. Yeah, they're trying to get him in. Um, they're trying to rebuild that defense. Is the defense the number one spot for Tottenham to rebuild? Yeah, for sure. Um, Topsoba is a good player. He's a clear upgrade uh, from anybody they have back there, even Romero. So I think that's uh, that's exactly where they need to keep their eye. Um, good stuff there, looking at him. And then Harry Kane, I think United bailed out of that bid, so it's almost looking like Harry Kane's going to stay again with Tottenham. Yep. Uh, another thing I forgot to mention, Chelsea are about to sign a new number nine, Nicholas Jackson, Nico Jackson, uh-huh. Villarreal, 35 million pound uh, release clause, uh, Senegal striker. Um, don't really know too well. Don't know anything about this guy. I haven't watched any highlights about him, but. A different profile striker, a slimmer guy. Uh, we've had a lot of tall guys, but this guy's more of a Timo Werner build. And it uh, could be interesting to see what he can add. So now adding him, Broya, Datra Fofana into the mix, and Nkunku if he can play the nine. So changing things up, going really young. Do you think going really young can affect us, or do you think it could be a success? Obviously, Arsenal's an example. You're one of the, you've been one of the youngest teams, and you guys have been consistent top performers. Yeah, I think actually it could be a good thing. I mean, you guys essentially are like you want to start fresh, right? With Pochettino as well. Yeah. Uh, I think if you get rid of some of the scar tissue and let these guys start out underneath uh, Pochettino, that it could be a good thing. Like I, I'd be totally down for that. Uh, another signing that went through lower in the table for Bournemouth. Bournemouth are set to sign Justin Clivert, the son of Patrick Clivert. Yeah. Uh, from Roma for around nine and a half million pounds with an add-on uh, fee of 850. So uh, I think he was linked to come like a year or two ago, but um, mm-hmm. he's somebody that's like plays as the winger, winger position, could play well off Solanke. You could have a front three of Solanke, Travenier, and him. Uh, Bournemouth are building something new, and obviously they let go of Gary O'Neill, which was a bit surprising to everybody, and they've appointed a new Spanish manager from Rio Vallecano. Do you think yeah. Bournemouth are taking the right steps to not have like a second year slump? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's good stuff. Um, you definitely don't want to come up and then just stagnate. So to see that they're out and about looking at other players and, you know, whether those players pan out or not is yet to be seen. But um, I think that's good. I think you, you have to try your absolute best to innovate. Um, and I Justin Clivert, 
a player a name that we I've heard and heard and heard. Um, I'd like to see how how he winds up in the prem. I think that could be an interesting watch. Yeah, and I guess the last bit of business that we'll talk about before we cut out here. Um, Tottenham officially re-signed Kulisevsky from Juventus. Oh, they paid thirty million for him, so he's valued on here for about fifty. They signed him for thirty, so that's good. And they also fully signed Pedro Poro from Sporting Lisbon, who they loaned him for the last six months and had a buy clause. So they're they're buying people back that did good last year. And um, I don't know, Tottenham's going to be in a weird spot. Yeah. Um, Oh, Ed Dzeko joins Fenerbahce on a free, so he leaves Inter after playing in the Champions League final, so his career's done. Um, yeah. Had a long, successful career at Man City. Um, yeah, so now I guess that really does it. Um, obviously, we're in the early stages of the transfer window. We still have, what's that, like six, seven weeks until the Prem's back, so we're, we're in the summer period where gonna be a lot of transfer talk there might be a few um topics we debate on maybe we make a uh, a team of 11 in certain categories um i know last year we did a draft with the new 20 teams we did made like a best 11 we took one person from every team i think we could do that again towards the start yeah. of the year and uh zach was on here too that was fun i looked back at those teams and I think you drafted like Nat Phillips and stuff. So, oh boy, um, should be interesting. Definitely, will be more more fun topics going on around here. So, um, other than that, let Evan get some rest. Let his gums take a break. And if you guys <laughs> want, follow us on social media at Post Twenty Pod, Twitter and Instagram. Also, follow us on our streaming platforms wherever you're listening to us right now: SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you share and leave a review. That helps us get spread out and recommended to other people to listen to. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. And uh, we I know this was, uh, I think we recorded last Sunday, so this was a bit of a long stretch until the next episode. So next week's episode should be sooner. And uh, until then, we'll catch you next time. Okay, see you guys.